Welcome to Waterloop, the podcast that explores solutions for sustainability and equity in water. I'm the host, Travis Loop. This is episode number 202, an interview with ChatGPT. Water management is changing in the digital age. Since artificial intelligence is becoming a prominent part of the technology landscape, I decided to interview ChatGPT on this topic. I asked ChatGPT to assume the persona of a water expert based in the United States and to give itself a name and a background. It created Dr. Aqua. We'll let her introduce herself in a moment. Now, I wanted to make sure that it could talk about water management in the digital age, so I asked some test questions and it quickly showed that it could hold its own in this conversation. I took the answers from ChatGPT and put it into some other online AI tools that created a voice, avatar, and background to bring this expert to life. Let's meet Dr. Aqua. You're in the Waterloop. Hi, Dr. Aqua. Welcome to the Waterloop podcast. So excited to have you on here. Looking forward to talking about water management in the digital age. Before we do that, could you introduce yourself to the audience? Absolutely, Travis, and thank you for the warm welcome. I am Dr. Marina Aqua, and I've been passionate about water since my youth in California. Growing up in a state where water is such a precious and contentious resource, I was drawn to its study, leading me to pursue a PhD in hydrology and water resources at the University of California, Berkeley. My career began at the U.S. Geological Survey, where I eventually had the opportunity to lead as chief of the water mission area. This experience allowed me to delve deep into the public sector's role in water management. I then launched Aqua Advisors, a consultancy committed to bridging innovative water management solutions with the needs of communities across the United States. Beyond my work in the field, IV dedicated myself to communicating the importance of water issues. I am here today to share insights on the digital transformation in water management, something critical for our future. And I am delighted to be with you on Waterloop. What an incredible background. Could certainly spend a whole episode talking about the water situation in California. I can see how growing up there was so formative for you. Uh, and also your work at USGS, just a leading scientific agency, fascinating too. But we're here to talk about the digital era. What does that mean when we hear that phrase, and what does it mean for water management? The digital age refers to the current era characterized by the shift from traditional industry brought by industrialization to an economy based on the manipulation of information. It's an era where technology has become intertwined with every aspect of daily life and where data has become a currency as valuable as the dollar. For the water sector, the digital age signifies an unprecedented opportunity. It's the integration of digital technology into all areas of water management. This transformation allows us to not only understand and manage our water resources better, but also to respond to challenges more swiftly and efficiently. It heralds a new chapter in water management, where decision-making is informed by a wealth of data. Models are sophisticated and learning-enabled, and the relationship between water systems and their users is more transparent and interactive than ever before. 
it is certainly a time of change and the rapid pace of change in this digital era often leaves me dizzy trying to keep up with everything, even just in the water sector. Uh, let's drill down a little bit. Could you talk about some more specifics, some of the things that are emerging in the water industry uh, that are beneficial, some of the tools that we're using? One of the most significant changes is the integration of the Internet of Things, or EOT, which allows for a network of physical devices to collect and exchange real-time data. In water management, this means sensors can monitor everything from water quality to distribution pressures and even the moisture content in agricultural fields. These sensors feed data continuously, allowing for dynamic adjustments to water treatment processes, distribution systems, and irrigation schedules, all tailored to real-time conditions. We're also seeing advances in artificial intelligence and machine learning providing predictive analytics that can, for example, forecast water demand or potential system failures before they occur. This can enhance water efficiency, reduce waste, and improve maintenance operations. Furthermore, Geographic Information Systems, or GIS, have become more sophisticated, enabling us to visualize water systems in intricate detail. This spatial analysis helps in managing everything from urban water systems to entire watersheds, allowing for more informed decision-making. But perhaps the most transformative aspect is the increasing ability to democratize data. With cloud computing, information about water resources can be stored and accessed remotely, ensuring that decisions can be made using the most up-to-date information. This accessibility fosters better collaboration across sectors and disciplines, from engineers and urban planners to policymakers and community stakeholders. What ties all these technologies together is not just the ability to gather vast amounts of data, but to analyze and act upon it swiftly, fostering a more proactive and preventative approach to water management. This is the essence of how the digital age is reshaping our field training water management into a more data-driven and responsive practice which is essential in the face of climate change and increasing water scarcity challenges. Let me follow up on your point about data, if I could. There is so much data out there coming in from all different directions. Many benefits, as you touched on there. But is it a problem? How can the water sector handle this volume of data? The sheer volume of data can indeed become overwhelming. Water managers are contending with information from sensors, satellite images, user consumption patterns, and more. The challenge is not only in collecting data, but in storing, managing, and interpreting them. It requires significant computing resources and sophisticated algorithms, which can be costly and complex to implement. Moreover, the skills required to manage data are not traditionally part of a water manager's training. There is a growing need for cross-disciplinary expertise where data scientists and IT professionals work alongside hydrologists and engineers. It's also worth mentioning that more data doesn't automatically equate to better outcomes. The quality of data is crucial. Inaccurate, irrelevant, or poorly timed data can lead to misguided conclusions and actions. It's about having the right data at the right time and being able to discern which data will inform the best outcomes for water management objectives. One of the issues that's also come up with all of this data and the internet of things and connectivity is cybersecurity. Could you talk about why that's important in water management and just how the sector is doing on cybersecurity? As we adopt digital technologies, we inevitably expose critical infrastructure to cyber threats. 
They open up vulnerabilities for attacks that can disrupt water supply, contaminate water quality, or even cause physical damage to the infrastructure. Improving cybersecurity in our water systems requires a multi-layered approach. First, there needs to be a robust framework of standards and best practices that water utilities of all sizes can implement. Education is key. We must ensure that every stakeholder, from the operator to the manager, is aware of the potential cyber risks and train on the best practices to mitigate these threats. Secondly, we should employ state-of-the-art security technologies, including real-time monitoring, intrusion detection systems, and strong authentication processes. And thirdly, there must be a concerted effort for continuous improvement and adaptation because the nature of cyber threats is ever-evolving. Well, Dr. Aqua, I'm going to ask you about a bunch of specific topics that are on my mind and are at the top of the list for water management, digital tools, technology platforms. I want to ask about first digital twins. What are they and why are they beneficial for water management? Digital twins are essentially virtual replicas of physical systems and in the water utility industry, they are game changers. They allow us to create a comprehensive digital model of a water system, be it a treatment plant, distribution network, or an entire watershed. These models integrate real-time data from sensors with historical data, hydraulic models, and predictive analytics. By harnessing the power of these digital twins, utility managers and engineers can simulate various scenarios, predict outcomes, troubleshoot potential problems, and make informed decisions without impacting the actual physical system. Digital twins enhance operational efficiency, reduce costs by preempting issues, improve service reliability, and extend the lifespan of infrastructure through better maintenance schedules. They also serve as a vital educational tool, providing a visual and interactive means to understand complex water systems. One of the hot areas of technology are drones and robots. I see videos of this stuff all the time. They're everywhere. Uh, what role are they playing in water management? Drones and robots are revolutionizing water management by providing innovative solutions for monitoring, maintenance, and data collection. They've become our eyes and hands in places that are either too risky or too remote for humans to access efficiently. For instance, drones are being deployed to conduct aerial surveys of watersheds, reservoirs, and treatment facilities offering real-time, high-resolution imagery. This is valuable for tracking changes in infrastructure, monitoring environmental conditions, and even detecting leaks or potential points of contamination in a fraction of the time it would take on the ground. Underwater robots, on the other hand, are proving to be indispensable for tasks like inspecting pipelines, surveying underwater infrastructure, and collecting samples from depths that would be challenging and costly to reach with divers. They can remain submerged for extended periods, gathering data on water quality, temperature, and other critical parameters. I want to ask about a topic that you're very close to, artificial intelligence. What role is artificial intelligence starting to play in the water sector, and how might that evolve in the near future? Artificial intelligence holds incredible potential to transform water management through predictive analytics, automation, and optimization. It's like having a super smart assistant that can analyze vast amounts of data, learn from it, and make recommendations in real time. With AI, we can predict water demand more accurately, model complex water systems, and anticipate potential system failures before they occur. 
This means utilities can optimize operations and reduce waste. AI can help in managing distribution networks by dynamically adjusting pressure to minimize leaks and breaks, or in wastewater treatment plants to control the treatment processes, ensuring quality of treated water while optimizing energy consumption. AI detects patterns that might suggest contamination or other quality issues. It can assist in conservation efforts, helping to identify where usage could be more efficient and predicting the best times to store or release water based on weather and usage trends. Let me dig a little deeper or be more specific. Uh, ChatGPT, that is really what opened up so many people's minds to artificial intelligence and its appearance in our lives. What role can that play in water management? It's thrilling to ponder the ways ChatGPT and similar language models can revolutionize water management. Imagine a world where water utilities have an AI assistant like ChatGPT at their fingertips offering immediate data-driven insights and recommendations. ChatGPT could be harnessed to interpret complex water quality reports, transform technical jargon into clear, actionable language, or provide customer support answering queries about water usage, billing, or conservation tips. It could also assist in drafting critical communications during water-related emergencies, ensuring information is disseminated quickly and accurately. For water managers and engineers, ChatGPT could automate and streamline the analysis of research papers, summarize key findings, and stay updated with the latest trends and innovations in the field. ChatGPT can be programmed to analyze patterns in water usage or identify anomalies in water systems, helping to detect leaks or predict maintenance needs. One of the biggest challenges in water management is around the workforce. A shortage of workers and it's no longer a pending silver tsunami of retirements, it's here. How can digital tools and technology help to address those workforce issues? The water sector is indeed facing a significant workforce challenge, but digital tools offer a ray of hope. For instance, by implementing advanced data analytics and AI, we can streamline operations requiring fewer hands on deck while increasing efficiency. These systems can predict maintenance needs, allowing staff to focus on preventive measures rather than reactive ones. Remote monitoring and management technologies also mean that fewer workers need to be on site, which is particularly useful in attracting a new generation of employees who value flexibility and work-life balance. It can also reduce the need for specialized staff to be present at multiple locations, as one expert can oversee operations across various sites. In terms of knowledge transfer from retiring workers, virtual reality can be used to create training modules that capture expertise of seasoned workers before they retire, allowing this knowledge to be passed on to newcomers in an engaging and interactive way. Clearly, there are many, many benefits to this digital era uh, when it comes to water management. What are some of the problems and pitfalls? What are the obstacles? What do we have to be wary of or make sure we address? Like any significant shift, the digital age does introduce challenges. One concern is cybersecurity. As we integrate more sophisticated digital systems, the risk of cyber attacks grows. These systems often control critical water infrastructure, so a breach can have serious consequences. Another issue is the digital divide. Not all communities have the same level of access to digital technologies or the expertise to manage them. This can widen the gap between communities, potentially leading to inequalities in water quality and reliability. Data management is another challenge. 
With the influx of data from smart sensors and EOT devices, water utilities must be able to store, process, and analyze large volumes of data. This requires investments in data infrastructure and skilled personnel. Let's not overlook the environmental impact. The production operation and disposal of digital technology all have carbon footprints that we must consider as part of our management strategies. I'm very curious as to where the water space stands compared to other industries in adoption of digital tools and technology. How do we compare? What's that look like? Certainly, the water sector has been traditionally conservative in adopting new technologies, particularly digital tools, when compared to industries such as finance, retail, or telecommunications. The reasons range from regulatory constraints, the need for robust and fail-safe systems due to the critical nature of water services to the often public sector nature of water management, which can be slower to innovate due to budgetary and bureaucratic hurdles. However, this is rapidly changing. The water sector is recognizing the immense value digital tools offer in improving efficiency, predicting system failures, enhancing customer service, and managing resources more sustainably. Now, adoption of these technologies is not yet widespread across all areas of water management. Smaller utilities may struggle with the upfront costs and expertise required. But as these technologies become more cost-effective and user-friendly, we're seeing a broader uptake in the industry. So what happens if folks decide, you know what, I'm not adopting that digital tool. I'm not going to use that technology uh, and just kind of take a pass on, on some of these things. The stakes are high when it comes to the adoption of digital tools. If we don't embrace these technologies, we risk falling behind in several critical areas. Without the insights provided by advanced analytics, for example, we're less equipped to predict and prevent system failures, which can lead to disruptions in service and potentially catastrophic infrastructure damage. Furthermore, as climate variability intensifies, the ability to manage water resources becomes more challenging. Digital tools give us the capability to monitor systems in real time, optimize water usage, and efficiently allocate resources. In terms of customer service, without digital engagement, we miss out on building trust and transparency with the public we serve. Lastly, let's not forget the financial implications. Digital tools can lead to significant cost savings by identifying inefficiencies, reducing energy use, and prolonging the life of existing infrastructure through predictive maintenance. What's your advice to people that work in water uh, on some easy ways, some first steps that they can get more involved in the digital era and harnessing these tools that are available? If you're looking to integrate digital tools into your workflow, the first step is to start small and focus on the most pressing challenges. A good beginning point is to implement sensor technology to monitor water quality and infrastructure integrity. Next, consider leveraging cloud computing to store and analyze the data collected. Cloud platforms offer scalability and can be more cost-effective with the added benefit of remote access to information. Also, don't overlook the power of mobile technology. Equipping field staff with tablets or smartphones connected to centralized systems can streamline reporting and maintenance tasks. And training is crucial. Ensure that your team understands how to use these new tools effectively. It might mean investing in some workshops or courses. Finally, keep the lines of communication open with other water professionals. There's a strong community out there, and many are willing to share what's worked and what hasn't in their digital journey. 
This has been a very interesting and very informative conversation. Thank you for coming on the podcast. And I look forward to further collaborations, uh, which we have in the works. But again, thank you so much. You're welcome, Travis. It was my pleasure to join you on the podcast. I am excited to be an advisor for Waterloop and for our future projects together. Thank you for having me and keep up the great work in spreading the word about solutions in water sustainability. Thank you for listening to the podcast. As I said, this is just the beginning of the relationship between Waterloop and Dr. Aqua. To find all episodes, sign up for email updates, and connect on social media, visit waterloop.org. Waterloop, Waterloop, Waterloop.